afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are. I hope you've had some time to get some RC stuff in today. Welcome back to another episode of RC Stuff. As always, I am Charlie Swanka, and I'm here with Mr. Mike Chen. Mr. Chen, good afternoon, sir. How are you doing today? Yeah, I can't complain. I'm alive. That's <laughs> that's good. Um, Mike just made a new video for our YouTube channel, and it's something that I was supposed to do years ago. And then when Mike started here, I said, Mike, you do it. Mike, what's this new video about? So it's about the Xroder F7 convertible flight controller and its ability to have a hard pitch switch. And what that means is that instead of just disabling, instead of cutting the, the video transmitter down to a very, very low power, it completely shuts off the video transmitter. So I had a, I made a very quick tutorial, it's about three minutes long, on how to set it up and the things that you have to desolder and what you have to solder and the commands in the Betaflight that you need to uh, use to make it work. I'll, I'll say this, of all of the Betaflight related videos that I've ever had to watch, it's one of the most direct and to the point videos I've seen so far. So I was very impressed. I mean... Why provide more information than you need? Right. Because for if you don't know, folks, if you've listened to our shows before, we talk a lot about different types of RC stuff. And this is particular to the drone racers that are out there, or even the freestyle guys. Because sometimes you need to power down your VTX, but still power on the copter. So this allows you to do that from a switch on your radio. So you can turn your video power off completely and your vtx is off and you can still mess with the speed control and do other things or drone things i guess so it's a handy dandy video that shows you the ins and outs because there's um not just lots of CLIing to do but there are some hardware and some soldering and some mike mike walks you through all that and it's it's very clean it's on the hobby wing official youtube channel if you look us up on youtube it's called hobby wing official you'll find that video and lots of the charlie show episodes about all the fun stuff that i get into and you know that mike gets into too so if you didn't know about our youtube channel please go check that out like it subscribe it leave a comment i started doing I, i've been interacting with the comment section it's not really me it's hobby wing but it's me so i've been trying to do more than just tell people to email us so if you guys make nice comments we try to comment back now i'm leveling up our youtube game because i saw a social media post from a dude that says hobby wing doesn't interact with people on their social media so we're, we're we're making baby steps i'm allergic to talking to people online if you guys didn't know it really makes my skin crawl I mean, but you know, you, you get into debate. You get into the debates, the comment sections, all that. It, it's it's never any fun. It's a lot of complaining and not a lot of people listening to what the solutions are. So, um, next up, I made a list because I found that lists help me stay on task. And the first thing on my list is the giveaway. We do a giveaway each and every episode of RC stuff. If you didn't know, you can enter to win. Very simply, Mike, how do they enter to win? I believe they send an email. They, it's, that's it. That's all they have to do is send us an email. What email address do they send it? Uh, RCStuff at HobbyWing.com. Super easy, isn't it? RCStuff, HobbyWing.com. Give us your name. Type out your email address. Give us your address, what type of RC you are into, your T-shirt size. Put your phone number on there. And uh, any other fun stuff you want to tell us. We're, a, we're biased and nice compliments about our show. So, you know, don't, don't, don't be shy. 
And uh, I think we'll tr- switch it up a little bit because a lot of times we wait till the end to announce the winner. And I think I want to do it right now. Is that okay with you? Mm, let me check my schedule. Yeah, I think we can squeeze it in. <laughs> so this week's winner from Becker, Minnesota, Mr. Brandon Hickman. Congratulations, sir. He's into bashing, off-road racing, and some planes. So we'll have a wide selection of items to pick from. Carlos gets to pick out the winning prizes. So he'll be in contact with you probably Monday. Usually it takes uh, the, it's the, the Monday after the shows go up. So we'll, we'll see how that pans out. Um, but congratulations, Brandon. We'll be in touch soon. And then uh, next on my list, it's it's the one that we forgot last episode, and I feel terrible. And the episode before that, Mike, you know what what the, the most important thing to remind everyone of is, don't you? Shames mm, is still foul. Shames is still foul. Yeah, <laughs> but I got I got some details this week. I got the deets. He's oh. also really good at spreadsheets. He always has been. I think he was better at spreadsheets than racing for a while there, but he's leveling leveling them together. He does the what is that thing called? It's a Google Sheet thing that he has the he puts out for the pilots to fill out at all the big races and they they can put their their vital stats in to give us some information on what everybody's using at these events. So it, it's it's a pretty cool if you like data and information, it's it's pretty neat. One way to get it. Hmm? said it's one way to get it yeah instead of asking everybody you just wait for shames's information it's nice exactly um we do have a huge sale going on right now six ways from sideways street league store has a 20 percent deal going on the hobby wing direct store has a buy three get one free deal that's like 25 percent off stacks that's a pretty and esc's yeah, and the ESCs too. So if you want to stock up, now is the time, folks. The month of February, this sale is going on. And I do believe starting like Monday or Tuesday, we're doing 20% off singles on our, our web store as well. So if you have been in the mood to stock up on some X-Rotor 4-in-1 speed controls, either the 40 amp or the 60 amp or the F7 uh, convertible flight control, we call it convertible because it does the 30 millimeter or the 20 millimeter sizes. You can find that all right now at HobbyWingDirect.com. Save yourself some money. Spend it on props and gas to get to the track. And whatever else you might break. Yeah. Frame parts, typically. And then this year, the Horizon Grand Prix is back. Now, if you've been listening to the show, I've mentioned the Horizon Grand Prix before. It is a grade school and high school series where they get RC cars that are powered by hydrogen fuel sticks. They it, the Horizon Educational, HorizonEducational.com is their parent company they're based overseas and they do these educational kits that they do worldwide there's a world championship final that happens they do this in a bunch of different countries overseas and all up and down the state of california they're working to spread it further into the u.s but you know school programs all that fun stuff it's a it's a lot of logistics to say the least but the schools get a grant to participate in the series in the form of rc cars support from the series and they get to participate in these endurance races and the series is focused on efficiency of the vehicle. So they do four-hour races for these kids. And it's a pit stops, team drivers. They have, just like a real race car team does, all the, they got dedicated mechanics and a race coordinator. 
And it's a pretty involved thing that these schools do. And I get to go do the announcing for that occasionally. They found me through Brian Wynn over at CRC. He's the guy was like, we're in California. We need an announcer. He's like, oh, you should call Charlie. So I've been involved with these guys for a couple years now. And it has been a ton of fun to see these kids in the schools get down on some racing. And I am going to get to do one uh, February 8th in Sacramento at the Florin High School. If you guys are in the area, want to check it out, by all means, come check it out. If you have a school that wants to get involved with this, you can find the information at horizoneducational.com, and they will get you guys dialed in on a race program, and we can meet. It'd be super fun. I wanted to get my kid's school involved with this, but my kid didn't want nothing to do with it, so I was out. Oh, yeah. And then in April, the TDS Enduro is coming up. If you are into mountain bikes at all, the TDS Enduro is probably something you've heard of. It happens in Grass Valley. It is the final weekend in April, and it's a downhill enduro race. And by that, they they race down the hill, and they have fixed times to get back up the hill on their bike. So they don't race back up the hill. So it's a little less... I guess, pedal intensive than a typical bicycle race, cross country, whatever might be. But we get to go out there because the property, the Sanchez family has this amazing bunch of property that they've tied together with their neighbors to create this network of mountain bike trails. They probably have, I mean, uh, several dozen different interlinking trails that all go up and down this mountain. And we get to go out for the week, hang out, work with the Semperfy guys. Semperfy is an organization that heals through sport. They deal with a lot of veterans and get them out and about doing stuff. And they get to uh, do a skills camp the days before the event this year. So I'm going to be out there doing that with those guys. But people are laughing if they know me. Like, Charlie, you're not riding a mountain bike, are you? I'm like, no, definitely not. I do the RC. They have an RC track there. They have a rock crawl area, and I just bring cars, let everybody have a good time. There's a bunch of the bike guys that got into RC kind of because of TDS, because the track's there, and they have at least one week a year that they get to come hang out and race. So after the racing is over, everybody hangs out by the fire, and there's an RC track right adjacent to it, and we get to race RC cars, put on a show for the people, and it is more fun than you can shake a stick at. You get some mountain bike guys. They got a couple in them, and they start rooting and cheering and all that stuff for you. Like, I had guys high-fiving me after races because I was beating mountain bike racers on the RC track, of course. So it's a good time. Last year, they had a pit bike race, and they let me be the announcer man for the pit bike race. That was super cool. And the whole facility, you're camping there. Like, so most of the racers are camping. A lot of the sponsors are camping. So it's a it's a very party-like atmosphere in the woods and that happens like i said last weekend in april you can find out more about that at tdsenduro.com or if you go to tds on the instagram you can find them there and we do uh, build days in the build-up to this so if you're in the area grass valley northern california stuff you want to check it out they do service days where you can go out and check out the facility work on trails with them meet all the cool people and help me work on the RC track. That'd be great because we need some extra hands on that. We got out there, cleaned some leaves and stuff a couple weeks back. And Mr. Sanchez got us a proper driver's stand this year. So we have a full-blown metal driver's stand with railings. It's like five or six steps up. It's it's, a, it's very cool. Thank, thanks, Uncle Ronnie. We appreciate you, sir. Uh, I saw that on your Instagram, sir. I was trying yeah. to figure out what that was for. Right. Because previous to that, the, the track kind of is 
like downhill from where we stand. So you're kind of above the track, but this is going to level us up. It's going to be like a proper driver stand. So I'm very excited about that. Nice. Um, and then I also have some information because I know that I've said on several episodes that I want to talk about our drag racing updates every episode. And I think I kind of forgot about it there for a minute. So I apologize for all you drag racing folks. But the good news is the drag racing progress has continued in my hands in the worst time of the year to go do testing because it's raining here and it's got snow and ice in the other parts of the country. I have the next version of our drag race speed control, as well as two different types of motors. So you guys are in California, maybe you're in a place that has some good weather and you want to become part of our quick test team, send me an email, charlie at hobbywing.com. Send me a picture of your drag car. Tell me about your local drag race scene and why you might be able to help us get these things flogged or very quickly. You're going to have to sign a non-disclosure. It can't be sponsored by anybody else. That's my, my, my lawyer talk there. But if you're into it, want to help us out, no, no, no strings attached other than you can't tell nobody about it. So there you go. Charlie at HobbyWing.com. And Mike, I don't know if you knew this or not, but February, January every year is the biggest RC car race almost on the planet. They do on-road and oval racing in Orlando, Florida at the Snowbird Nationals. It's put on by Mike Boylan, and that is happening this week. They've been practicing all week this week, and they're going to kick off the finals or some of the main start tomorrow night. This is a Friday episode, so they're wrapping up qualifying today and tonight. And they do all that tomorrow. So a bunch of international drivers in town. Bruno Coelho, Alex, Alex Hagberg, Reinhardt's over there, uh, Kevin E. Bear. Tons of very fast, talented on-road racers and half of the oval racing world as well. So good luck to all the hobbywing-powered people at Snowbirds this weekend. And, of course, everybody that's at Snowbirds. I hope you have fun and have a really good time. Because that's an event I used to get to go to on a pretty regular basis. But it's been a while since I've been back there. So I kind of miss it little bit but they it's a 24-hour race because they run from like 5 a.m to 5 p.m they run on road this year and then from like 5 p.m to 5 a.m they run oval so it is non-stop action in that poor hotel all week long it's like seven days of nerd overload whoa yeah exactly and then mike you're getting ready for a trip aren't you yeah i'm actually going to be flying into orlando next week that's funny you're going to so, north quarter ranch to hang out with mark and mary yeah I'm i didn't tell you the I can't mark wait. mary story did i no not yet all right well we'll save that so what are you doing in florida for for at the no quarter ranch with mark and mary so uh street league is having their first season race and uh we got some uh we got some pretty uh pretty got some fast people coming i'm kind of excited are you going to get to uh, race? Yeah. Oh, good, 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 good. I'm not. Oh, I'm not going to fly all the way down there and not race and just help. I'm going to be like play. super admin guy. I can do both. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So, I'm super excited for the race. Um, you know, we have a thousand dollar cash per uh, cash purse for the year for this, for this race. Sorry. Uh, we got sponsor prizes from FYS Crafts, our friend Rivet. Uh, Toker oh. CNC, which is uh, you know, who made your who cut your uh, your street league frame? It's still sitting it's on the still... wall unbuilt. I'm sorry. Oh come I'm on! A, I'm a slacker. 
<laughs> and uh, Thumb Grippies is one of our other sponsors. And uh, I can't wait to race Manny himself because him and I have been battling it out all last season. And I'm so upset because we, we decided to play chicken in one gate. <laughs> we, 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 we swapped positions in one lap probably about 15 times. In one lap, we hit swap positions back and forth. And right the last last gate, right before the finish line, we're going in. And I'm like, we're going to go through this gate at the same time. And I think we're probably going to hit. So we hit. And I'm the one that ended up upside down. <laughs> yeah. I played chicken and I lost. What happens, everyone? That means next time you'll win. Yeah, we'll see. The, the odds are kind of in my favor. However, you know. The odds are the odds. <laughs> it's just a process. You'll win eventually. So if you keep losing, it's going to be a surefire win one of these times as far as Game of Chicken goes. This is coin toss, right? So eventually you win the coin toss. I just got to get ahead of him and stay ahead of him. That's even better. Not have to do the... Exactly. But, you know, he is a DRL pilot and all, so mm. I might be, uh, I might be uh, fighting, above, you know, fighting above my weight class here, so to speak. Because there's not a lot of people in my weight class. <laughs> for those of you guys who don't know i'm uh, quite a large person i thought you meant weight class and pilot skill meaning they were faster than you i was making a joke oh i can't okay. I, I can't i can't do both at the same time okay well yeah, good um right. i did have some requests for information on the tunalizer so I, I can briefly go over a couple things. There is the hall deviation, the sensor deviation, and the rotor symmetry. Those are the three things that kind of confuse people the most, as well as what does any of the information that's on this screen mean as far as like KV and amps? So you're, the big thing that I look at when, I, when I'm studying, let's say I got three motors that are identical or I want to see which one's best the RPM per amp. So you take your KV number, you divide it by the amps, and that'll give you an RPM per amp number. The higher that is, basically, the more efficient the motor is at that load. So on the bench under no load, that's going to give you a general idea of which motor is going to be a little bit more efficient and might perform better. So that's one quick way to look at it. The one that we get that kind of confuses people, the hall deviation, is the difference in the strength that the sensors read as the rotor passes by all of these deviation values, the symmetry value or the, the, the sensor deviation the lower is better. I mean, the closer to zero you can get means the more perfect they are. And I think the, the question that I got that, that really triggered all of this was the guy's like, well, so what do we do with those numbers? Other than knowing that lower is better, you don't do much with them. I, I did find that, there is a small group of people that are out there that take their motors apart and they change sensor boards and then they test them and they try to get the best um, sensor symmetry. So that what that is, sensor symmetry is how equally spaced. I'm using my hands to show you guys this and you can't see me. Equally spaced the ah, sensors are on the on the sensor board. Because when you put, have a service mount part, you get solder paste down, there's little pads, the part goes on there, it goes through an oven, and they're going to shift just a little bit as they, they take their, their set. 
how big the pads are, how good the solder paste are, the, the temperature cycle or the, the heating profile for the oven is all going to affect where those things sit. So you're going to get a small deviation there. Different sensors are going to have different tolerances in that regard. And a guy told me when I was at a race, the dudes actually resolder these things. They hit them with a surface mount iron and they wiggle on each of the sensors to try to get it better and then test them again. So that's where you're going to use that stuff at. The, the hull deviation, the strength consistency is not only the performance of the sensor itself, but probably if I had to guess the spacing. So how far that sensor piece, the hull sensor sits into the solder is going to affect that because that affects the distance of the sensor to the rotor. So, and then the symmetry one for the rotor is how equally charged it is. So you take five rotors, run them all, and you can tell which one has the equalist charge based off that. And that's also going to affect everything else in the motor. If you change a rotor, it should have an effect on the RPM per amp number that we talked about earlier, as well as all that other fun stuff, because it's all part of a big formula scheme, if you will. So without getting too boring about all that, that's the quick and dirty on how you can, well, maybe how some people can use those things versus just swapping parts around and comparing. But for me, what I usually like to do with it, because I run kind of all the same brand of motor because I work at Hobby Wing. So I like to see which one of my, say, 517.5s is a little bit better than the next one. And then the big thing that the, the tunalizer is very good for, test your motor, write down the information, make your little race log with your notebook. And then if you feel like the motor is weakening or needs some changes, you can test it again and make some adjustments as needed or see if maybe you hurt the rotor because the, if you overheat a rotor, RPM is going to go way up. Amp draw is going to go way up as well. So you can see if that damage has happened, so to speak. One of the big things that I've run into over the years at races is a guy comes up to you, a racer comes up to you and says, you know, I got my motor a little hot. Can you check it for me and see if I hurt it? And sure. If I knew what it was before you brought it over to me, I could do that. So now you have a point of reference for that. So Tunalizer can be good for more than uh, just comparison as far as one-to-one. It can tell you lifespan of a motor as well. So, And then something I think a lot of people don't know, because I made a video about it, and because no one realized it when I was talking to him when I was at Chili Bowl, is that the Tunalizer is also your OTA. So you can do speed control tuning with it as well. So if you don't have an OTA yet, you want to get into some motor tuning or you're a serious racer, maybe get a tunalizer instead or as well as an OTA. So there you go. Um, Works good. Yeah. I think that's pretty much everything I got on my notes today, Mike. Yep. I'm looking at your notes too. Looks looks like you got everything. (laughs) Yes. I talked too fast. We went a little bit too quick. We're only at not even a half an hour yet, but that's okay. We'll give you guys an early one this afternoon. Hey, you know what else you could do right now though? What's that? Remind everybody how to enter in for free RC stuff, just in case they forgot already. Because maybe they were sneaky and they snuck to the end to try to see if they won. And they didn't listen to the first part where we already announced our winner, Mr. Brandon Hickman from uh, Becker, Minnesota. We already talked about that. But how did Brandon enter to win? He sent us an email. RCstuff at HobbyWing.com with your email, your address, your favorite type of RC, your shirt size, your phone number. And uh, you can write us a sweet note about how awesome we are. That never hurts. <laughs> but again, that email address is rcstuff at hobbywing.com. What else can they email us about, Mike? 
they could also email us about uh, RC stuff they want to get into. Oh, no, no, no. I meant in general. Maybe they've already entered and they want to talk to us. Oh, uh, guests they want to have, they want us to have on. Yep. Who You got an RC friend or an, a celebrity that you think we should interview that we might have a good time with talking about stuff and things? Let us know. We'll reach out to them. Maybe you have some hobby and questions for us that you'd like us to discuss to the world or that information would help other people like yourself. By all means, shoot us an email, rcstuff at hobbywing.com with your questions, what type of products you want to know about, and uh, we can do a deep dive on that stuff. I love talking about nerd stuff. I just have a hard time because I talk about so much nerd stuff. I don't know what people want to hear about. So you tell us. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, folks, I think we're going to wrap it up. Another episode of RC Stuff coming to a close, powered by Hobbywing. Once again, I am Charlie Sawanka, along here with Mr. Mike Chen. We will see you all next time. Bye.